Hello everyone and welcome to this final instalment of the Stagey Place Meets Edinburgh Fringe podcast where I, Elliot, have been chatting to companies over the past four weeks who have been bringing their shows up to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in 2022. We've had a plethora of shows across all genres and it's been a really inspiring season for me especially to chat with all of these creatives who some of them I've even met over my time at the Edinburgh Fringe festival this month so as we reach this final episode of the season i'm very excited to announce that i am interviewing james and chloe from dead rabbits as well as mella from petcho mama but first i am bringing you my interview with rachel causa who is the writer of please feel free to share which is being presented by scatterjam hello rachel and welcome to the stagey place how are you doing today thank you for having me I'm good thank you really good great great today we are talking about please feel free to share which is coming up to the Edinburgh Fringe this year would you like to talk about your role in the show yes so I am the writer which is quite nice because I used to be a performer um so it's slightly slightly less pressure than having to do it every day but I am going up for the full month so I'm also going to be sitting with a bit of a producer hat on as well when our actual producer is not so I'll be also you know marketing team flyering team (laughs) (laughs) all of the above basically yeah well this is please feel free to share which you've just said you are the writer of would you like to explain a little bit let's say the elevator pitch of the show what can you tell us about the production sure so please feel free to share is a one woman show and it follows alex who is a social media consultant whose father dies and her work thinks that she's not coping very well so they send her to a bereavement group where she starts to fabricate things about her life for sort of sympathy and uh, it becomes a bit of an addiction. So then we see her spiral down into a world of lying at support groups. Um, But it's also a love story. So it's sort of the line to that is that she's also sort of starting a relationship with someone and the truthful relationship and the lies start to sort of come to a head. Amazing. And we were talking just before this recording that you've done a couple of runs of this show before. You did a preview earlier this week at the King's Head Theatre. Talk to me a little bit about how the performances have gone and how they're shaping up to what is going to be the Edinburgh run of the show. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's been quite a long journey with this show, actually. So um, I actually wrote it at the end of 2019. And then we had a scratch run of two nights then, but that was only about 35 minutes. So it's actually grown a lot since then. And then we're a part of Theatre Five or Three's Resets Festival with a couple of nights of the show. And then yes, on Monday, a very hot Monday, we, uh, <laughs> we did a preview. It was actually okay because the theatre was um, air conditioned. Uh, yeah. And we had a really good audience. I was surprised because just the tubes were a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, but the show went, to, to bring it back to the show, the show went really well and yeah. uh, I th- we feel really, really ready and uh, yeah. Yeah. You've been as an audience member before, I understand, to the Fringe. What is it most exciting about taking the show to the Fringe for you? Yeah, so I've been a few times as an audience member. I've never taken a show. And I think what's most exciting for me is that I always just end up feeling so inspired um, yeah. just by the breadth of talent, for sure, and then just ideas. Like some of the yeah. shows are completely mad and I just love that everyone can go up there with absolutely whatever they want and there will be an audience for it like someone will want to see that show so I just I find it quite a level playing ground actually and I think it's just a really exciting yeah inspiring place for any artist to be. 
Yeah, and I think I saw on social media recently that the play is now published. You've got your own published play text. What's that like as a writer to actually have that? And also means that I guess you're bringing the play text up to Edinburgh so that people can actually then buy the play text afterwards. What does that mean to you that people can have your writing at home on their bookshelves? I mean, so because it's a one woman show, um, a lot of people said that, oh, hopefully it'll get on the drama school circuit and people will start auditioning with it. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um, I, but I kind of, I absolutely love that because I would be on the lookout for plays like this when I was auditioning for drama school. Um, and yeah. just the idea that it's going to have an audience that, you know, someone could read it and not have seen it. That is, that is really cool. The fact that it'll have a wider life outside of the theatre space is, is particularly cool. And yes, we are selling them for five pounds. Again, I'll be selling them. So another role, I'll be. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just throwing them in people's faces. Be like, you, you enjoy the show? You buy the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you see the show, now read the book. Yeah, I've, I've, no, but that's happened a couple of times. I've been to the fridge in the past where it's the performer who's then had to like run out and be like, okay, guys, thanks so much for coming. We've got to, you know, do a changeover and stuff. But first of all, I'm going to run outside and I'm going to sell these play texts and then I'm going to come back in and restart for the next production. <laughs> and obviously you're going up with the Pleasants. So you're here at the Pleasants Courtyard in the attic space from 12.50 until 1.50. Talk to me about what it's like to be programmed as a part of the Pleasants season in Edinburgh. Yes again I'm trying not to say very cool to everything but it is very cool um and we yeah. were first programmed in 2020 actually so couldn't yeah. go <laughs> for a couple of years um so it's been a long time coming and the Pleasants I sort of have to do a bit of a shout out I've just been absolutely incredible they just sort of rolled everything over no questions asked which has been actually a bit of a lifeline to know that we actually would go at some point rather than everything being cancelled so to go up having had that experience with them is particularly cool because I think we know that we're going to be in sort of good hands and the team spirit is very much there in spades. But I know you know that you're also going to be pleasant. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had that little conversation before. So Rachel, alongside you as the writer, who else is on the team that we should be talking about and looking out for? Like, you know, I'm sure you've got an amazing team behind this production. Why don't we talk a little bit about them? We do. Very amazing team. Our performer, Roisin Bevan, who's also my friend. Actually, I will, all of the team are my friends, which is very <laughs> yeah. lucky. So uh, Roisin, who is, yeah, before we went to drama school together, um, and then we founded Scatch Jam together, which is the theatre company that we're taking it up with. And she is phenomenal in this show. She's pretty, yeah, special to watch. And then we have Liam Blaine, our wonderful director, who is an Edinburgh native. Okay. So we're going to be relying on him to, yeah, he knows the fringe like the back of his hand. So he's going to very much be like a guide. And then we have Robin Bennett, who is our producer uh, alongside Scatch Jam. Fantastic. Seems to have endless advice and energy and time. And then we have some fantastic tech team as well. We have Archie McLeod on lighting design and Raf Panchucci on sound. It's amazing. It's such a, it's such a great team to have up with you for the support as well throughout the whole month. That is it's really nice. Are you sure none of those can, you know, get involved in the selling play tech? Are they taking uh, a side seat? Yes, they're just not there all the time. So absolutely, uh, yes. When they're there, I'm going to be asking them to do play text, not me. Mostly, it's just going to be me and Roisin uh, plugging yeah. away. So I'm just going to be helping Roisin so she doesn't have to do that all by herself. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. So Rachel, we're talking about, please feel free to share. Uh, why should audiences come and watch this play? And what would you hope they would take away from the show? Okay, yeah. I think audiences should come and see this show because it is genuinely entertaining which you know should go without saying I guess about shows but it doesn't always it's genuinely fun it's fast-paced it's dynamic but it also has a lot of 
part. And I think it's it's quite timely because it is sort of about social media. So it's a bit of an allegory for lying and self-editing online with mm-hmm. social media. But obviously Alex is doing it in real life. So it's just kind of an interesting comment on that. And I actually think, you know, that the fringe is a good place to do that because people are going to be so tapped into social media. It might be a nice sort of companion piece to actually how much tweeting and TikToking and all, this, all of that that's going on. Um, so it's kind of a nice comment on that. And then takeaways from the show, I think it would be really cool if they had a great time and they enjoyed the show, they laughed, they felt moved. And then if they just thought a little bit more about sort of self-editing online, not in sort of like a slap on the wrist, don't do it sort of way, but it's just sort of an interesting thing to catch yourself doing and just think about why you're doing it. I think I do it myself. Perfect. Well, Rachel, thank you for coming on to talk about Please Feel Free to Share. I've got one final question for you. And we were saying that obviously you've been up to Edinburgh before a couple of times. So for people who are listening to this episode and our first time audience members or first-time companies coming up to the fringe what advice or tips would you have for them navigating their way around the the royal mile or navigating them around the fringe in general yeah i think what i'm going to try and do which i think is good advice is sort of two things i think it's um try and enjoy it Uh, that's like one thing that i'm really going up there thinking because i think you can get into the head space of um it's going to be a lot and it's going to be go 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 and i it's constantly pushing a product but i think believing in your product and actually having an honest pitch goes a long way rather than sort of feeling oh i've really got to shift these but just believing in your hard work and your good work and then a second one is not really about the royal mile but it's just i think taking time to um have a little bit of headspace go for a walk see some of edinburgh that is actually nothing to do with theater just yeah. so then when you come back to that theater land and it will go 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 you feel kind of refreshed and you have energy and you've slept enough and all that these are things that i basically is trying to tell myself but i think they're good i think they're good oh well brilliant rachel thank you so much for coming on to talk about the show once again why don't you tell us when the show is on yes it is on at in the attic at the pheasants courtyard at 12 50 so 10 to 1 every day apart from the 15th and the 16th and we'll be selling playtex i will be outside the door selling playtex so come <laughs> um, and have a chat because i'd like to meet as many people as possible so perfect rachel thank you so much for coming on thank you so much for having me And there we go, that was the first interview of this episode with Rachel Causer, the writer of Please Feel Free to Share, which is at the Pleasance Attic, this Edinburgh Fringe. And as I'm recording this, I am looking at the playtext right in front of me, because I did go and see the show a couple of weeks ago and absolutely loved it. So I'm so happy to have the playtext in front of me that I can also refer to and give away to people if they are ever looking for any audition material. I should also say that please feel free to share, have badges after the show, which you can go and collect straight after the production. Previous years when I've been to Edinburgh, getting a badge is another thing to really show off what you've been going to see especially when you're wearing it on a lanyard. So I was very, very happy to know that please feel free to share also two badges after every performance. And so now we head over to our second interview of this episode, where I am chatting with James and Chloe from Dead Rabbits, who are presenting Tiger Lady at The Pleasance. Hello, James, and hello, Chloe, and welcome to The Stage Place. How are you doing today? 
Yeah, great. Yeah, very well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. really excited to be here talking yeah, to very you. Glad, yeah. We are talking about Tiger Lady, which is coming to the Edinburgh Fringe. Would you guys like to talk a little bit about the show? Mm. Uh, yes, the show is about a lady called Mabel Stark, uh, who was the first female tiger tamer in the American circus. She was yeah. a trailblazing woman in a time where women were not predominantly in that field you know tiger taming yeah, um, it, was male yeah it was a male dominated arena mm. and world at the time like yeah. it was 1920s and since the circus went out of favor and her sort of fame and her story kind of got lost yeah. so we're sort of dragging it up and we're yeah. saying you yeah. know this is a woman who had like hutzpah and guts yeah. and yeah it's a real yeah. life story she was a real real lady with a fantastic lady for us. we wouldn't be telling this no. story yeah. 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 why is it so important that this story is being told now she's a, she's a lady, she's a woman who was in a male dominated area which if we can translate it to nowadays you know it's office work or ladies yeah, yeah making yeah, their yeah, mark yeah. And, um, and, and you know 100 years ago it's a completely different time to what it mm. is now she was, she was laughed she was laughed out of rooms, you know, for what she oh, wanted completely. to do. Yeah. You know, she was yeah. a woman, and a woman in the circus back then was a dancing girl. You yeah. know, you danced for male eyes to watch and give money. And, and she, you know, she did that for a little bit, and she was like, absolutely not, no. Like, I want to work with the Tigers. And she was so, so certain and so confident in her ability and her connection with the animals. Yeah. That is what she was going to do, and it didn't matter what sex and gender told her no she was going to do it was the rejection spurred her on yeah you know like that sort Uh, of gave her even more fire in the belly you mm. know to to keep going tell me a little bit about how you are then presenting this story onto stage you know what kind of theatrical style does dead rabbits theater company do with their productions that's a good question. Yeah, it's yeah. a great, <laughs> it's a great <laughs> question. What do we do? Uh, <laughs> a mixture of things, really. Yeah. Well, we're physical theatre. Yeah. Based. Oh, yeah, probably the, the first. Yeah, thing, we are physical theatre based. Theater. We have live music for this show. It's set in America. We've got banjos, harmonicas, trumpets. Mm-hmm. You know, really yeah. feeling the uh, the era, and it's all original music as well that we've written, and we're really excited about. Yeah, a lot of physical play, a lot yeah. of sort of physical humour. Yeah, we sort of talk to the audience, maybe yeah, we a little oh, bit yeah, of yeah, audience yeah. participation. Nothing, nothing to be scared yeah. about, nothing yeah. to be scared yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and obviously you've done this show a couple of times before. We were talking before the recording that you've done it at Greenwich Theatre, you've yeah. done it at a previous Fringe beforehand, not the Edinburgh Fringe. Mm-hmm. Um, so talk to me a little bit about how those audiences have received the show and what you're most looking forward to Edinburgh audiences um, taking away from the show. The show itself is so fun and I think you do get sort of involved a little bit in the show and everyone's so willing and it's really fun to play with people in the audience as well. I mean, we've had a great response so far, which is fantastic. And, you know, we feed as well. We feed exactly on what they give us. Exactly. Um, And uh, one thing that our director, Kasia, um, has instilled into us is is to have fun on stage, is just to sort of play with each other and she calls it peddling in the sauerkraut so when things don't go right yeah. you just sort of work through it and yeah. you, you sort of use that to your advantage you thrive in things going wrong like yeah. things have broken on stage before haven't they yes and it's led to some of the funniest moments exactly yeah, uh, yeah. you know yeah um, working with the things that yeah exactly you can't you're sure script. afterwards you're then like oh god we need to fix this again <laughs> oh yeah, no no we're like, we're like let's break it again <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the we stage know, manager and the is. producer yes. <laughs> they're yeah. like okay we need to. We need to fix this. We're like, no, break it again. Break it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> but yeah we've had a great response you know we've it's been adapting sort of as we've gone it's sort of it's the same show as we yeah. had last year in September time but since then we've adapted made it shorter yeah, yeah, yeah for, for the, the fringe for the, for the fringe, fringe yeah exactly yeah, it's 60 minutes but, but we like to think of it as distilling it better product hopefully yeah trimming off the bits that sort of pull on maybe and I mean it, it also really get the core of the story in there mm. yeah. yeah it helps with pace as well knowing that you only have so much time it helps with pace and with our show pace yeah, yeah, is a yeah. great thing because yeah. it brings it, it is keeps so physical energy. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, and so obviously being up at the Fringe this year, you are with the Pleasants. How mm -hmm. nice is it to be involved in the Pleasants season of Edinburgh this year? Oh gosh, fantastic! Honestly, yeah. we're, we're not just saying that because we are recording in the Pleasants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hidden microphones. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've I went up previously, Dead Rabbits, and we performed at the Pleasants Dome, the King Dome. Oh, yeah, and to be in the courtyard is incredible because even though we were performing as part of Pleasance every time we went to the courtyard it was just a buzz oh, just completely. just an incredible vibe everyone laughing having mm -hmm. fun everyone there just for a good time and you got that at the, the dome as well not like the courtyard and it says it just feels really good to be yeah. back after so long yeah. And and with Pleasance again, and in such a lovely sort of area and venue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, every time I've spoken to somebody, they're like, oh, are you going to Edinburgh Fringe, Chloe? I'm like, yeah, where, where are you performing? The Pleasance, oh, oh yeah. Chloe, you're like, that's great, that's yeah. great news. Well Chloe, done. you've never been to the Edinburgh Fringe before. I have not. So, Chloe, this is the first Edinburgh that you've ever been to. James, you've been to four in previous years. A couple like of times, you just yeah. said there, mm -hmm. with Dead Rabbits before. Yeah. Yeah. So, what I want to ask you, James, is this is going to be right now right here tell chloe what your top tips or advice would be for going up to the end of a fridge and for any audiences obviously who are listening to this episode okay Ooh. um yeah that, yeah for me and this is something I, I need to listen to myself about uh if you're performing take it easy with the having the fun <laughs> because the fun. there's so much going on and it's important to see so much theater and there's so many good things out there you are performing every day the first time i went up i had a bit of fun and i lost my voice halfway through oh. uh, oh, no. and, and and the second time second time I tried to look after myself and I still lost my voice uh, sort of three quarters of the way through um, so so yeah look after your look after your uh, instrument are you going to be cool steaming it. every night yeah, yeah yeah steaming yeah 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 exactly yeah not not don't have fun but look after yourself look after your body 30 straight shows takes a toll and we're going to be marketing as well we're going to be yeah, flying, flying ourselves yeah. in costume sell the show do a little bit of music a bit of like a a little bit of a number and um yeah. ho hopefully they're yeah. they're feeling it if yeah. you know <laughs> and give them a flyer anyway regardless and and even flyers on the floor are going to be seen so yes they yeah. are yes oh <laughs> although nice. although it's this it rain. <laughs> <laughs> so this year they've actually encouraged us to go more paperless more on qr codes yes and getting people because that's how things have changed since oh, yeah. covid right and social QR media codes. is such yeah, a yeah, big exactly. push isn't it now yeah, yeah. So, so we're going to play it by ear and see how it works like that but we've previously played instruments sort of been in character, been in costume, all that, all yeah, that and we, sort of thing. Yeah. We have a, like a, our ensemble, our chorus, would you say, in the show is the band. Yeah. And yeah. we're going to sort of fly it as the band. Yeah. And we have our green trench coats and yeah, our Yeah, very, very of the era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So really stand out. Our yeah, American the Southern accents. American yeah, accent. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm really excited. I've never done a show 
more than three times in a row. Yeah. So I'm excited to you know be able to do a show so many times with different audiences. But I think probably the main thing is meeting other people yeah. and being able to go and, and I'm, I'm with a great company. I feel so supported with them. I get to meet new theatre, like get to go see new shows yeah. and all the shows at the Pleasance and yeah, I think just probably meet people and just have a great time. Yeah. I mean, everyone talks about the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and just to be able to say that I have the opportunity yeah. to go there is just, yeah, count my blessings every day. <laughs> so obviously, James and Chloe, you are heading up to the Edinburgh Fringe with Dead Rapids. Who else is heading up with you as part of the company? Yeah, so we have we have Natisha, who's our lead, who plays Mabel Stark. Yeah. She's a fantastic, fantastic person and she does Mabel Stark incredibly yeah you know she's fierce she's great we have eddie breckenage who is brilliant with all this music you know he's a musical genius like he plays trumpet trombone harmonica all in the show um, yeah all, all in the, the show, show but he also plays guitar u- ukulele, ukulele. Wow. yeah give him something give him a day yeah, yeah, he'll probably yeah. have it learned yeah. he's, he's not a bad singer either <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a bass and i'm very jealous about that yeah um, we have Yomi plays Art Rooney in the mm-hmm. show. Basically, he's uh, a man who looks after uh, other animals in the circus, uh, who's a very interesting character. Mm-hmm. And Yomi is also a very interesting character, a very, very funny character. Oh, hello. It's going to be a great yeah. month then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, yeah he, he can make us laugh with just like one line and just like one facial expression. Yeah. There's one movement and just we're all on the floor. Yes, yeah. just, just one yeah. thing, just like the tiniest thing, and, and we're all just dead. Yeah. So yeah. Are you going to be corpsing quite a lot on stage, do you think? Uh, no. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely Although it's not. Although it's discouraged. It's not discouraged. <laughs> no. um, and we also got Antonio Victorio as well, who plays Algie, the circus owner, and he's so, you'd think he's so serious, yet he's so, such a fool, yeah. and he brings it on stage and... It's so witty and quick and yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've got one song and we've got maybe four verses in the actual song, but he's got like 15 written down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and, but they're yeah. all gold. They're all yeah. gold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's, he's amazing. Different previews. I know, yeah, yeah. we should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. See what Absolutely. <laughs> um, James and Chloe, thank you so much for coming onto the stage place. Would you like to remind people where they can watch Tiger Lady at the end of a fringe? Yeah, so we're at the Pleasance above at 1.05pm in the Pleasance Courtyard from the 3rd of August to the 29th, without the 17th and the 22nd. So yeah, you know, have our days off, have a relax. Go to the spa. Go to the spa. Exactly. (laughs) James, Chloe, thanks so much. Thank Thank you you. so much. And there we go, that was my second interview of this episode with James and Chloe from Dead Rabbits Theatre Company, who are bringing up Tiger Lady to the Pleasance this year at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Now sadly, this is one show that I have not been able to see because it has clashed with the shows that I've been bringing up and working with during the festival. But I have been seeing Dead Rabbits Theatre playing their music around the courtyard, but I have had chats with James and Chloe 
here and there over the past month as I've seen them playing. Plus, I've heard nothing but good things about Tiger Lady, so I'm fingers crossing that there'll be a future life for the show, hopefully in London, where I'll be able to see it later in the year. But now we are moving over to our final interview of this episode with Mella from Petcha Mama, who are bringing up Oedipus Electronica to the Pleasance 4th. Hello, Mella, and welcome to the stage you place. How are you doing today? Hello, Elliot. I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. Thanks. Yeah, all is well. How That's are you up, doing? Yeah, really good. Thank you. And like today, we are talking about Oedipus Electronica, which is at the Pleasance Courtyard in the 4th, from the 3rd until the 26th of August at 3.30pm. Mella, why don't you tell me a little bit about the show? Sure. Okay. The show is a kind of evolution for us as a company. We started back in 2016 uh, trying to make work that brought together our joint experience and passion for live music and for theatre. And so we created Madeira Electronica, which came to the fringe, I think, in 2018 and 19. And it was really an opportunity to make the work that I really wanted to make with mates who I've been working with for years yeah just create something very personal and in the vision of creating the excitement of a live gig but with the emotional roller coaster of a really full-on narrative we made that show and we enjoyed it and it was well received and I was working out which myth to go for next because it felt like yeah. the myth thing had been really fun to to investigate and um, we dallied a bit in some R&D stuff with some different myths and then I was on a long train journey I reread the sort of very basic online version of Oedipus. Madeira is so meaty it's so kind of epic in in its qualities that Oedipus was like well yeah this is this is the right one to move on to and so yeah we've expanded we've got a bigger cast it's a much more complex production in many ways um but it's got the same elements which is that we have live musicians on stage the music is an integral part of the storytelling and that the narrative is a sort of grab you by the throat and pin you to the wall until it's over 75 minutes <laughs> and so tell me a little bit about making this into electronica so obviously you've done Medea and you've done Oedipus and was it always the plan for you as a company to continue the electronica like saga for example and keep doing myths throughout the years well I don't know for how long and I certainly don't have any idea what we're going to do next beyond this one because this one's been so completely consuming so you know yeah. there was talk way back that we do a trilogy but Right now, it's like being on the cusp of birthing this great beast. I'm no, I've got no idea what will happen after it. But um, certainly, the electronica is just almost a nod to the fact that the core of the company is is a band that play electronic music. We gig together as a band outside of making theatre, and really, when I'm writing text, it's in constant conversation with the music that we're writing together so yeah the electronic is I guess the sort of the musical heart of it and it's just saying this is the myth that you know adapted and 
given to you on a on a plate of electronic music yeah exactly so let's talk a little bit about how you've built it then as an electronica so it's coming up to the edinburgh fringe this year like we say at the pleasance based in the fourth and let's talk a little bit about how this has grown to now be shown into edinburgh so have you had runs of this show already we've had lots of work in progress time in different theatres where we've done a showing maybe to university theatre students or we did a couple of previews last week at Waterman's in Brentford and they'd kindly given us a week to finish creating the show so it's had lots of outings along the way but it feels brand new it was like a stiff jacket at the moment you know it hasn't been worn in a pair of stiff shoes so it definitely feels like it's gonna it's gonna come in with all that anxiety and excitement and nervousness of of something brand new coming into the fringe which so many people are experiencing right now yeah and let's talk about the show being at the pleasance how excited are you to be having your show on at the pleasance this year well the pleasance have supported us all the way from the first showing of Medea and Nick who is head of theatre at the Pleasance he came to see Medea when it was first out at Oval House um, a good like five years ago or something and he was instantly so supportive and championed us so much and so really our whole fringe experience as a company has been with the Pleasance. They're like our home, you know. So yeah. we feel incredibly fortunate to be at the courtyard, which has got such a great vibe in a beautiful yeah. venue. Pleasance Fourth is a great venue. It's got such a sort of plush and intimate setting, despite being a, a bit larger. It feels great. It's it's definitely looking forward to coming home kind of feeling yeah so like we were saying earlier on obviously the fringe hasn't really been the fringe for a couple of years now and there's some new companies that have formed since then who are probably coming up to edinburgh fringe for the first time there's probably new audiences also that are coming up to the fringe for the first time i know that you've brought medea electronica to the fringe before so what advice would you have for audiences or new companies coming up to the fringe for the very first time Oh, wow. Well, audiences, I'd say just have a great time. I mean, what? And for other companies, it's so rare. It's like such a unique environment to be thrown into where you have people queuing on the street from 10 in the morning to see theatre in random places. And that's what it's about. So I think it's just about fully immersing yourself into that and, and finding the pleasure in that because it's what three and a half weeks or whatever that we get to play around in theatre land with such sort of freedom with so much at our doorstep for for that time i really love at the pleasance if you go into the box office the staff there all kind of get to know the shows they love yeah and they are really good at sort of steering you slightly if you're like i really want to see something like this but like this they're like ah you should this check the one yeah so have those conversations i think make the connections sit in the coffee shops and chat to the people and go what did you see that you love go and drink it up i think is my top advice yeah perfect well mela thank you so much for coming on to talk about oedipus electronica once again it's on at the pleasance courtyard in the pleasance fourth from the 3rd until the 26th of august at 3 30 p.m do you want to say any other big shout outs for everybody else in your company that are going up to edinburgh with you oh yeah well the crew is too i could be you'd be on the on the line for another 10 minutes but i have awesome awesome crew and a beautiful cast and if your listeners are coming up and want to come and say hi afterwards please do because it's just nice to make connections and meet people whilst you're up there perfect thanks so much thanks for having me on elliot 
And there we go, that was my final interview of this episode with Mella from Petro Mama, which also brings us to the end of our season here on the Stagey Place, chatting to companies, bringing their shows up to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in 2022. And I must say, we're entering near the final week of the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, and it's been an incredible, incredible journey over this past month with a plethora of shows that I've seen, plus just a plethora of shows that are going on during this festival. It feels bigger and better than ever, and the vibe has gone back to how it used to be pre-pandemic. And it's just been amazing to see so much support from other companies, supporting other companies, and watching their shows. It's been a real delight to be up this year, and I cannot wait to put all the content out after the fringe is over we have been doing a couple of reels over on our instagram so please do make sure to check out those plus on our twitter at the stagey place you can find my little thoughts about all the shows that i have seen so far and coming into this final week of the fringe but for now my name's been Elliot. You've been listening to all these incredible companies over the past four weeks over here on the Stagey Place Meets Edinburgh Fringe season. And until next time, I hope you're keeping safe and you're staying stagey. Goodbye.